people to understand that there's so much to life whether you're the CEO or the janitor given everything you do at 150% will change your mindset and your perception of what you're doing oh you want to know me well I'm the man that you knew now you know welcome to the now or never podcast all things entrepreneurship people who just take life and kick it in the ass all things business my, my special co-host Mrs. Brittany Aaron. hey hey <laughs> so she always says that and our buddy Aaron Hoffman with Lutz uh, introduce yourself to the, the viewers yeah uh, Aaron Hoffman with Lutz I'm a tax director over there I've been with Lutz for oh, since 1-1 one, one of 08 so 12 years now wow you're old uh, yeah really? <laughs> I'm not quite as gray as you are I know I know Six kids, bro. Six hey, kids, three daughters. I, I finally grew a beard just to make sure I, I didn't I have too much about, gray By yet. the time I could finally grow it in, it was white. I was pissed. So, <laughs> I love it, yeah. though. Well, 12 years, so you've been doing yeah. this a while. Yeah, I, uh, I've been at it. I, I started a lot with the uh, kind of splitting my time between some bookkeeping and tax side of things. And then, yeah. you know, probably about seven years ago, I kind of kind of switched mostly to the tax side of things. So I, I have the background. I know a little bit of of how to get into the down and dirty pieces of it and yeah. then also payroll and some of that. But now I've focused more on the tax and consulting side. So, you know, from setting up a business to all the way through transactional uh, selling the business. So. Well, and that's, you know, and that's what we, we talked about last week, which is bookkeeping, mm-hmm. setting up LLCs, the advantages you have, like legally, as far as like protecting your liability and your assets. And then when it gets to writing things off, and that's what we call this kind of level two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so you've been on ours now, I think going on three years, ever since we yeah. started Iron Heaven, I mean, yep. which is a membership business. It was heavy assets um, as far as like our equipment and stuff, which is a little bit different for me versus Rex East Nutrition was all, all inventory. All inventory. Yeah, yeah. have a few Build out here and there, yeah, but the but rest of it's so and most I spent 500 bucks on a slat wall, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it was a little bit, but I have a lot of employees, so it's a little bit different versus sure. Iron Man. We don't have a lot of employees, mm-hmm. we have huge spaces, and so it was just at a point where it was kind of getting you know, a bit more, more than I could do. We That's the next level, we need the next yeah. level. So, yeah. went to you. So, oh, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, his head just go, got hey, huge. Hey, if, you're, uh, if you're listening to this on the radio, his head just got massive. Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it comes back down so I can get out the door before <laughs> I leave. Um, but, you know, I, I say that, I mean, having a good relationship with uh, a CPA, somebody who's doing your taxes, is, is huge. Being comfortable and trusting that person that yeah. they're going to look out for you is massive. And that's why we've always done everything off referrals and recommendations. Um, you know, and the fact that, I mean, you're related to my business partner. Yeah, helps. that, does it, that yeah, helps, helps, too. You know? yeah, is that a good recommendation? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh Shane, so yeah. Shane yeah. Under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy-five emojis, text messages. I think I think that means he's good. Gotta love oh, Shane. Yeah, I gotta love Shane. I gotta get him on here sometime. Yes. I don't know if I'll ever get Shane on the camera. Yeah, I just, you, maybe you'll do it without camera. I don't know. We just I, won't even tell him that there's don't, cameras. Don't, don't tell him the mics are he, hot. Why would you guess? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we can air that. Yeah. Um, so uh, beep. But you, know, what you told you told me that too, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. This is just a practice this run. Just a practice yeah. run. Okay. We'll not use this for any sort of leverage whatsoever. But you know. I guess when you have new business owners coming in, like what's the, I guess, figuring out how, what kind of organization they have and and what's best for them is that. Yeah. uh, We were talking a little bit before we started here at, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of clients are going and setting up their LLCs and then it's like, what do you do from there? Um, Most clients you see start with LLCs, but again, you kind of want to look and make sure, you know, I always say go start with an accountant. 
get your get your business plan together. Start with your accountant and say, all right, here's here's my goal. Here's my type of business. Here's the type of ownership I'm going to have. Am I going to do any, you know, raising any capital outside? Um, do I have multiple tiers? You know, there, there's so yeah. many things involved in that. That hey, you know, I could have. You know, I told you we could have. 10, 10 different people come in the door and have 10 different entity setups. Mm-hmm. So, so starting at that first level, you know, you can go get an LLC set up, but typically with any small business, that's what we're trying to tell people. Yeah. Hey, you know, go to, go to, you know, what is it? Rocket, rocket lawyer, rocket lawyer, or go, they go really, to, they really, to, they really need to sponsor this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, or go to, or go to a small local guy that, you know, can set it up pretty quickly. And, yeah. and then, you know, go to your account and say, all right, here's my goals. Am I going to have payroll? You know, what, am I going to be subject to self-employment tax? Yeah. What type of work am I going to be doing within it? And, you know, one, one difference, just like, like you have between your iron heaven that you started yeah. up, you have different ownership structures. Some, you know, some people say, oh yeah, you want to be an S corp. You don't want to be taxed at self-employment rates. Well, you also have to look at, are you doing the work inside? Do you need to pay yourself payroll? Yeah. Uh, do you have an LLC as an owner? Because an LLC is an ineligible owner of an S corp. And, yeah. And then all of a sudden you go do an S corporation. Uh, you elect S. You do the LLC. You elect S status. Yeah. And they're like, hey, great. I'm a. I'm an. L, I'm an S corporation now. Well, you have an ineligible shareholder, and now you're back to a C corp. Well, I don't <laughs> want to be a C corp. Well, so it's so what, stepping what, through all those processes, that, uh, and and you know you might not figure it out right away, but at least you can you can meet with your accountant. Talk about the plan, yeah, and then they may send you back with some some thoughts to okay, where, where do I go from here? What do I do? So you try to get those things set up ahead of time, yeah, as far ahead before you start business as you can. But um, you know, we also have 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 clients that come in. Hey, this is what I did. Well, I mean, <laughs> Let's it, go from there. Well, well, and it does happen. I mean, honestly, so we have an S corp that obviously also owns an LLC. So Rexy Strish is an S corp because originally I, I was doing the work. Yep. I was majority shareholder, but I had their shareholders. I needed to pay myself a salary because of the amount of work I was doing. Um, and then we decided to franchise. So we yep. created a Rexy's franchising LLC. So because mm-hmm. that has to get audited every year. Lovely um, <laughs> and expensive and a pain in my ass. So, anyways, and I was doing business in different states and, and certain states like Minnesota, South have Dakota, different rules. Yeah, different rules. Yeah. And so now they're just auditing literally a company that collects a check, sends a bill, collects a check. That's it. It's real yeah. simple. Only and because that, that state requires it. No, state requires <laughs> it. So, but that passes through because that LLC is owned by the S Corp in Nebraska, where I mostly uh, fun- function. Right. And also, now we're in seven states. It's a different ball game. And Aaron gets this idea like, hey, listen, we might have to start changing with each state to the other. Hey, whatever like that's that's where i go i want to know how it works but only like first grade give me, level yeah. give me cliff notes and because i, I trust my my, my guy's going to do my thing well i think that's what a good accountant can do too oh, yeah is say hey we know all the most of us will know some of the behind the scenes or we have you know like our office we have we have enough people in our office that hey i don't know all the state tax rules i'm not afraid to admit that but we have some people in our office that do so i can find out from them hey how's yeah. the how's the proper way to do this and from there kind of explain it to you guys and, and if an accountant can explain know every all the details behind it and and know some of the planning and, and structural and, yeah. and consulting side of things and then explain to it in layman's terms like hey 
I can't, I can't go to a doctor's office or that, and they tell, explain everything what's going on there in their words. I don't know what the heck any of that means. <laughs> but if, but if like, it, huh? I got a what? <laughs> well, that's the things we learn. We have LLCs that are the overhead, and they're owned by our LLC and a business partner's LLC. And then there's those little things with that, like getting a tax ID for that. It's a pain in the ass, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that automatically. Uh, but just depending on our setup, as we've gotten bigger, just gives us more layers of liability, yep. allows us more write-off opportunities for things that we're using for the businesses on an individual level. Um, but you know, it's one of those, like, go talk to your accountants, is what I always say, like, and before you do shit. Yeah. Be like, okay, hey, I'm going to do something <laughs> dumb. Which, he's got many emails on this. You're like, hey, so here's what I'm thinking. Everyone's, you get a few everyone's like, here's what I did. And, yeah. and there's a few of those, too. Um, and it's sometimes it's, hey, don't worry, we can work around well, that. We, 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 can, we, can, we can position this we a different might way. I think yeah. people this year, especially more than ever, as we spoke about, because of PPP funding and the idle loans and all mm-hmm. the stuff with the coronavirus going on, that a lot of people were like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I haven't paid myself correctly or I haven't done my taxes correctly. I mean, you know, she had yeah. to come and rescue people's books because they couldn't even apply for them because they hadn't oh, done yeah. they were way behind and all of a sudden I, I think this year has been the year of all years where people are like oh shit I better get my, my poop in a group you know <laughs> because this happened back in I think 06 uh, George W. Bush had done a, uh, a stimulus check yeah. back then and all these people were like, oh, shit, I haven't done taxes in four years. And all of a sudden, they're just scrambling to get that yeah, free money. Like, and you can't do it yeah. if you don't have it. Yep. So um, I, I think this year has put an importance on accounting more than anything. And so what we have is we had a lot of younger entrepreneurs, which I think a lot. We have we have old and younger entrepreneurs. A lot of people listen to this. So look at us getting famous. Yeah. We don't make any money doing this, BT Doves. You're we're, welcome. We're in, we're in, the, we're in middle age. We're, we're, right? yeah, we're in middle we're, age. We're not, I'm not, we're not the older young. No, no. no. I, I have the emotional maturity. We're probably, probably more towards I have the emotional maturity of a 17-year-old. Yeah. I have the. I have the gray beard of a sixty-year-old, but that's because of three I daughters. I don't think I'm I'm much ahead of you there in the maturity side. I appreciate that. <laughs> not old at She's all. not. So, but they they we had one that was a he's a videographer. He has a tax ID, but wasn't an LLC. We're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, there's different things that can happen. Like you need to protect yourself, like because your house, your cars, your assets. Uh, we had a, a hairstylist. Yeah. Same thing. Where it was just as a sole proprietor. I'm like, okay, well, what if something were to happen? Accidents happen. Yeah. We're human and, and, beings, and you need to protect your your ass because some of those are for legal purposes and and then from legal purposes then you can look at it from a tax perspective absolutely and and hey what am i going to do with my business here going forward how am i being taxed is there a different way i can change it am i be affected one way or another and if i do change what are the results of that? Well, that's just it. Like even like with, with a vehicle, if you have a vehicle you're using for work as yep. a corporation, now if you're leasing, say you can write off the lease payments, you can write off the insurance. Before it's just your discretionary disposable income as an mm-hmm. individual that's just going out the wayside. Yeah, if you're a W two employee. Oh you yeah. Because uh, a couple of years ago they got rid of the unreimbursed business expenses. So uh, part of your itemized deductions, if you were able to itemize, uh, you'd go calculate. Hey, business miles that I had that I didn't get. Uh, reimbursed for, and then I'd calculate it out and see if I was able to still get a deduction, even if if I was itemizing or if I'm not itemizing. Well, then I don't have to track it and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Now, when you own business, then you have all these other things that you things that you are using both personally and for business purposes, and then trying to track that and figure out, okay, who's a, who owns it right now? Is it, do I own it? Do my does my business own it? Yeah. Then figuring out, okay, if my business owns it. What part am I using it for personally? And I have to calculate that out to try and try and satisfy the government a little bit by saying, hey, 
I'm not taking this full deduction because I use this personally. Yeah. I'm showing you this right here, either mm -hmm. by adding it back through my payroll at the end of the year, yeah. paying payroll tax on it, or uh, by taking it as a non-deductible item yeah. uh, on, on your business, depending on how you're set up. But then, okay, should I, should, should I use it mostly in my business? And if I'm using it in my business and I'm barely using any of it personally, I should probably own it in my business so I can do that calculation. And if I own it personally, well, then does my business supposed to be reimbursing me for some of this? Yeah. yeah and it's just going through all the well, – there's so it, many – I guess it really came to light when we started the gym because we got this beautiful thing called accelerated depreciation. <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't even know it was, to be honest with you. And, and uh, you I, were pretty happy about I it, I was though, very yeah. happy. Yeah, I, I thought so. I got money back. Like, I remember getting I got that. money back for the first time in like 14 years. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? Aaron, and, what happened here? But, but honestly, we talked <laughs> about numbers it. numbers correct? Like, in, in, in this last week's episode um, that people found out is all of a sudden like we're like, okay, like because – of that write-off and the income we got back, which is pretty much the income we put down on our loan. So let's say you put twenty five thousand down for your loan to buy all this equipment, and you end up getting twenty five thousand back from the government because of accelerated depreciation. Like you got your money back. You're still yeah. making the loan payments. But you've hey, written off the asset. Let me, let me circle back government. to something. Yeah. yeah, that goes back to entity structure again. Yeah, you know, with with you having an LLC there as a partnership. Well. Partnership rules are different from S-Corp rules, where if you were an S-Corp and you didn't put the money in yourself, you don't have any basis to take those losses, so those losses would have sat there. But since we stayed as an LLC, a partnership, taxed as a partnership, we were able to use, hey, you know, these guys are guaranteed on the debt, so they have they have debt basis they can use to take these losses, yeah. which wouldn't have happened otherwise. And, and there's other reasons why, you know, in our scenario where yeah. we where we decided to stay taxed as a partnership. But, you know, that's that's one of the ultimate the the, the one of the layers you're looking at what? whether you know ownership is one of them. Um, I mean, and, and, where, and, where we, we, and we had talked about it when we first started, and I kind of understood it, but I guess it wasn't until he did my taxes <laughs> after 2017. I'm like, oh, I'm getting what back? Uh, oh, I, shit. Are you sure? I don't think I, uh, I, 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 I didn't, did. I didn't I, lose money. I, I, I didn't really lose money. I put a lot of money in, but it was just the assets that <laughs> yeah. we lose. And so we were able to take that money, and because our gyms had done successfully enough that first year, take that money and put it back into the business. Uh, which is what we did, which is what you should do your first three to five years of any Absolutely. business is put all your income back in, open up a second location, which led to another, another, another write-off, <laughs> which we took that and expanded the first location to 50% and rolled into this year. And the thing is, it allows us to basically leverage our, our the, the initial investment three times over yep. um, to grow our business and put it back in. Now, I know a lot of people, and that's all. That's a personal discussion you have to have with your accountant and your family about what you want to do. Like, how big do you want to get? Right. Like, where, where, what, what's the cutoff? What's happiness for you? Were you good? If you're yeah. having just one small gym, for instance, or warehouse, whatever, and you're good there, and you take that money, we're like, yeah, it's, it's going to Cabo for vacation, <laughs> or okay, I'm going to double down on me. And yep. it just it depends mm -hmm. on you know on who it is. Um, and I, I, if and you're it, okay with deferring that vacation for a year, for sure. A couple years, it's it's, it's 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 one of those. I used to anybody else who ever worked. On the Max gym. your efficiency too. Yeah, you know, well, figure I mean, out what you're doing first. Get good at that. Then you can replicate it. Well, we all say I, I would wonder why when I would see you know when I'd be going to the gym and all of a sudden one of the bigger like you know big gyms. 
All of a sudden, they're getting seven new step mills at the same time. They're getting rid of seven old ones, which have been there for seven years. And all of a sudden, it kind of made sense that the seven year was up. (laughs) It's time to write off new shit. It just made sense about why people. So people, like we told me the other day, like, we love our members. Of course, we're going to put new shit in no matter what because we love gym equipment. Between her and I and Nick, like, it's just a hodgepodge, you know, wish list of shit. But also, I know that I'm going to be able to take that investment and write it off into the business and keep investing in the business. Yes, I could use that $5,000 that we just spent on new step mills. Trust me, I can use it. (laughs) But we're going to put it back in the business. We're going to get a little bit of a write-off off off of it. It's not the same, but it's also what we need to put us stronger three years from now than we are now. Right. But that's a conversation. So like I say to people, like if you're listening to this, you're like, okay, I'm not sure. I kind of want to buy a warehouse. I want to get a company vehicle. I want to buy new equipment. Before you actually do it, talk to your accountant. Yeah, find out what what's your best move. Should you change your structure? Should you put it into something else? Like because you don't know what entity should you put that exactly that real, if you're buying real estate versus actual just equipment. So you don't want to kind of mix those if you have an operating well, and that, entity. And, and that's and that's what we actually we're going through right now. Is uh, I have a conference call this afternoon about because um, <laughs> I don't know anything about commercial real estate. Everybody's like, you don't know. I'm like, no, I'm good at what I do, but that's just because I've talked to people like you and her, and I've had, you know, I just, I learned, but I also not, I think it's an, I think it's an age thing. I think past 35, I think is the long cut yeah. off. 30, 30, 32, 33 maybe. Yeah. Where all of a sudden you're like, it's okay to admit that you don't know everything, that I'm going to ask somebody else who's better at it than I am. It's actually better if you it's yeah, a absolutely. Admit that. Exactly. Help yeah. it, it, I think run. a lot of younger people, even when I was in my 20s, I didn't want to ask anybody. My first day Starting Rex's church, I was 29 years old. <laughs> 10 years ago, August 1st, this, this, this Saturday is my 10 year anniversary. I'm ready to open up the doors, right? I've been just wedging the door, getting all my product in there, whatever, opening it up. And so now it's time to actually unlock the door. I can't get the door unlocked. I can't figure, <laughs> I have four degrees, okay? I have two master's degrees. I can't figure out how to keep my front door, the 120 center store, unlocked. I have no clue. I'm freaking out. It's 10.01 a.m. I'm like, I should not be here. What the fuck am I doing? And so I had to call the maintenance guy. He comes and laughs at me. It's just an old school lock. You hold it and twist. <laughs> I couldn't even, and it's just one of those things, but I sit there for 20 minutes freaking out. Just, I'm like calling my dad on the phone. He goes, I'm not fucking there. I can't see the door. I'm like, no, oh, I'm pissed. Well, then that you was before you FaceTime. Yeah, FaceTime. You couldn't, you couldn't you could, pull it no. up on your phone. Now you can say, here, look at Here's no, what it I'm looks like. No, I'm pretty sure like. my phone had like <laughs> six things. I could play Snake on my Nokia. That was pretty much what I had. Yeah. Yeah, my, I had my BlackBerry back then. BlackBerry. I miss BlackBerry. Anyways, um, <laughs> hey, hey, that phone was the shit. So, but you know, that's one of those things that I guess with just maturity, you learn to say like, mm-hmm. hey, it's like yesterday. Like I'm pretty handy with fixing shit at my house. I'm pretty damn oh, yeah, good. I, I lo- it's my it's my hobby. But every once in a while I get a new project where I'm like, mother yeah. I'm gonna so <laughs> never done this. We had to put, we took out the old doorway going to our laundry room yeah. a while ago. And I got finally got a new one, right? So I realized that these these morons built this house were drunk oh, or high man. or both the whole time <laughs> they built Something. it. So they tiled was a whole inch up above around the door frame. So it's just a bitch. So I buy a new door, door frame from Menards on sale. I'm just gonna slap that bastard in. And I'm shimming this thing for three, four hours. <laughs> I finally go to like knock a sh- it, it just wouldn't. It was the ground's on level, the walls on level. It's the width is off. Everything that if you put a level on the floor, it's like this. I'm like son of a bitch. Stupid custom doors. Oh, yeah. it's just crap. So I finally go to hit the hit the door. The, the shim. The shim, and I actually hit the door and put a nick off of it. Next thing you know, I straight office space the shit out of this thing. <laughs> it's kindling on my floor. I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. She's like, I go, don't you laugh. She's like, I'm not. And she's laughing at me. Just, 
So smiling loudly. <laughs> that was four. That was four weeks ago. I bought a new door. It's been sitting in my garage, and I'm sitting there. I'm like. Today, today I'm going to do this. I yep. got this. I watched more videos. I'm like, I've installed 100 doors. I've just never done a <laughs> remodel. Right. And so it was one of those where I put it in. It still didn't fit. This is two days ago. I go, I'm done. Actually, I go, get okay. me a beer. Get me my phone. <laughs> so what I, I just, I left it. I had called Daniel, our buddy. Uh, Branscombe's really good at, at Contra. I'm like, listen, I don't care what you charge me. I need you just to come I, do this I door. Just, I need you to do this. <laughs> and so like the whole time, like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I want to learn how to do it because I want to see what the fuck right. I did wrong. He made it look so easy. It just totally pissed me off. But he talked me through the process. Now I told him, like, at least I know how to do it now. And then she's right. like, what about the next one? I go, oh, I'll never fucking do it again. Right. No. <laughs> no. I want to know. So like, I want to know what you're doing with our taxes, but I don't uh, really want to fucking know. do them. I, don't, I, don't yeah. I, I, re- I really don't. I have no I, intention of doing it myself. But I also think like we can touch this is it's just being smart enough to understand that there are people who are in their speciality and let them go to it. It's funny, my uncle is a cardiologist and very brilliant, yeah. but you know, if you have a foot problem, he's going to tell you to go to a fucking podiatrist. Right. <laughs> he just and it's like he comes in the supplements and he's like, and he's here's a guy who went to school for 16 years to do what he does. Yeah. He's like, tell me what kind of protein I need. He respects my authority and what I right. do, and so I don't ever come in and tell Aaron like, "Hey, you should be doing this." Yeah. I don't fucking know. I'm like, "All right, can sounds I do good. This can, can, can I do this?" Well, technically, what? Well, technically, it's, it's a perspective point of view. Yeah. So well, it's the same in, inside of Lutz. Yeah, we say, you know, I do tax work. I, I don't. I know the bare minimum enough to get me in trouble in sales tax. So, but we have a sales tax group and a state tax group, and we say, hey. Hey, let me go. Let me go find the right answer for you. We we have the resources. Don't. I'm not going to pretend to try and know it all. It doesn't doesn't help anything. I, I'm not definitely not going to make something up and then be wrong on the back end. Oh, yeah. Because then I look stupid. Oh yeah. And we tell our staff that. Hey, use all your resources around you. Uh, uh, we do valuation work. I'm not going to yeah. go. Hey, you know, Tim. Yeah, your business is worth X without even knowing anything, and then. And then, uh, then on the back end, say, and oh, yeah, well, well, I was either way too high or way too low, or well, I got well, lucky and guessed right. <laughs> well, I would say, well, we had it with sales tax, so my franchisees, and we help all of our franchisees yeah. become business owners. Mm-hmm. Right. We're like, okay, here's our CPA, here's who we use for payroll, here's who this. And so, like, I pay sales tax. I'm like, all right, let's FaceTime this bastard. I'll walk Set him through Nebraska up. because I've done it hundreds of times yep. for 10 years. Yep. And they're like, what about Iowa? I go, and I'm passing you on to my wife. <laughs> they go, why? I go, because I haven't done it. And they go, what's sales tax? I go, Oh, no, I don't think you get it's it. It's different. It's a whole new state. website. It's yeah. a whole new thing. I go, well, that looks like Sanskrit to me. I'm not touching that shit. Because I don't want to screw different it up. Different forms, different states. I, some I get the, some and have and online requirements. And it's funny, my <laughs> franchisees were like, I thought you knew everything. I go, you sound yeah. like my kids. Oh, I just act like I know everything. I don't actually do it. But I did, that's, it just, it's easier it's, to get it past your kids it, than it, the it, other. Yeah. People ask you major questions. My kids kind of don't know shit. So, uh, but, you know, I think that that's, that, that that's the important thing is people understand. It's like, ask. you need to have that relationship with somebody and be like, you know, I know I can drop Aaron an email it might be a day or two or whatever is going to get back it's going to yep. be legit and you know, we had questions like this happens to us now too because there's so much shit especially right now in the economy yeah. in the mm-hmm. country what's going on so i have an employee who thinks they might have covid but they're not sure i'm like i don't know where my lo- i don't know yeah my attorney i can ask him he understands <laughs> the legal ramifications but right. what is the financial that's not his realm so i, I literally and you wouldn't talk to your team i and go they, hey 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 tim let me talk to my team we have we have a team that built out uh to do some of this COVID research. So I go, hold on, I wasn't part of that. So let me find out from my team. 
they send it to me, I go, hey, here, here's what we know, Tim. Yep. Yeah, and then he gets to hear me bitch about it. <laughs> well, that's not what I, that's not, that's not not what what I wanted to hear. I, not what I, I guess, wanted, I guess but, that's but, the right I also, answer. I also want to make sure that we're doing it right. <laughs> Correct. You know, I want to make, yep. you yeah. make sure you're doing it right, especially now because they, like, we said we have no idea what's going to happen this year into 2021. Regardless, of, let's say everything gets off of lockdown in two months. Mm-hmm. Well, but uh, maybe after November 2nd. Anyways, <laughs> uh, did I say that? Anyways, uh, but when it's over, we go to next year, we don't know, like, with all the the grants mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. the PPP stuff and all this other shit, like, none of us, I mean, it's going to be your... No, I don't think your anybody tw- does. Your 2021 is going to be freaking interesting when you have to go around to filing these tax because there's it's just so much shit. This is why I've always told everybody, we've made this point, like, stay on top of your books. Yeah. Do not wait to the end of the year to try to figure out where your shit is and all and do all your do all your monthly bookkeeping because yep. reconcile because, monthly uh, reconciling yes. a I, uh, I, I, I don't do that good you're on my side there yeah it's hard to run a business without knowing where you're at yeah it is and and i get that some some businesses are simple enough that they in their cash basis businesses that hey i'm a service business and i got i'm my i'm the only employee i do everything yep. i can i can look at my bank account and figure out where i'm at not everybody has that luxury, and, and, uh, and I have, and I have a few franchisees that ran their books that way. And then they'll give them to my wife and go, "All right, here you go." She's like, "What?" And, what and the is thing that? is, you're in, you're in October, November. You you really don't remember what happened in fucking March. No, no. you do. You just don't. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, how it, do you catch things that were overcharged, undercharged? I mean, that, that's what right. she's been. She's been reconciling I, four years of our American Express card, which way too many employees have copies of. <laughs> and we're like, well, what the hell is that? Like, it, it really was where yeah. I got overcharged, undercharged a, a lot. And we've, it's, it's, we're never like, going to catch that. Especially, you know? It was especially thousands upon thousands of dollars of, of shit, like that it literally has been overcharged on us. With it, you and your inventory back and forth. You, if you never check any of that stuff, you you could be a, a year down the road and like well maybe that was the price I don't even remember yeah. I don't oh, yeah. remember what's going on oh yeah and then they're and not gonna remember they may have changed their office staff or their reps yeah. they're not gonna remember now it's a he said she said situation and they're gonna think I'm full of shit trying to get money back so it's one of those you have to stay on top of it and so the majority the bulk of my time as CEO I will say this right now if anyone's watching or listening is spent doing books mm-hmm. it literally is every single morning going over cash deposits making sure they match up credit card deposits for every location if I find an error. I need to go in the system, figure it out, talk to the manager, talk to the nighttime staff, figure out what's going on. Um, Because we found a couple years ago when we weren't, like, it's kind of crazy. So, like, four or five years ago for... She she came took a lot of stuff over, um, <laughs> <clears throat> just from hours because we had forty like thirty five employees, which you know, some of you guys might think that's a lot, some of you guys think that's nothing. We were having massive massive amount of time stolen from us. We're talking six to seven thousand dollars a payroll. Yep. I actually have fifty percent more staff now, and I've never had a payroll within six thousand dollars of what it was back in twenty sixteen. She came in, and people were clocking in two hours early, staying clocked in two hours later than the other mm-hmm. staff came in, hanging out. So I'm paying two people for two hour clock, and multiple at times seven locations. Yeah. And it's, it's just in a hurry. Just, oh, just yeah. that, it seems like small amounts. With, with here no and there, reconciling but, yeah. audits of what you're doing, it, you just you have no idea. We we used to not. This is funny. So when Shane and I first started, it was just me and Shane. Right. So we kind of had our system. We kind of just deposited whatever we wanted out of the cash drawer. We're like, yeah, it looks good. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to count. A, I didn't want to count a bunch of pennies and oh, shit. Cool. He'll do that when he goes to the Iron <laughs> Heaven once, and I'm like, no. <laughs> Count the change too. I don't do that. Uh, and, and you guys gym. are cutting out. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But so, so what we do is, so Shane and I didn't want to take change and deposit change in the bank. So if we had like four hundred bucks, we're like, 
give me some extra 20s, I'll take it to the bank. We'll put right. it in the bank. It was just whatever the drawer was, we counted it. We decided. Yeah, we assumed we'd keep it at this amount. We, we just, we'll just keep it. We just never had a set amount. We didn't care. Right. And also, they kind of got to that. And what had happened was my, what had happened was. What had happened? One of my good managers <laughs> left me uh, to actually start a franchise. And so I, he, he recommended this kid that was brand new. I didn't really know him. It was up in Norfolk, so it was two hours away. She and I weren't going up there as much oh, anymore. I'm from the area, remember? And, yeah. and we had $7,000 in cash stolen of us in less than 45 oh. days. And it was like, well, it's gone. And then obviously, yeah. I, it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the area up there. You know the yeah, area. Yeah. It's all small town. So his parents are like, like, I don't want to get him in trouble, and I don't want to get the kid in trouble. And, right. and they're, like, they're like, they can't make restitution, and this gets to the wind. And I'm like, I, I had to eat it. Shane, I yeah, had to eat right. that entire loss because I'm not going to like let it be a life sentence for some kid who did dumb. And right. it was my fault, I felt, for not, not holding him, like, not having checked him out and holding him accountable. You didn't have procedures. I had yeah. no procedures. Yeah. And they would have been so hard to prove because I didn't have any procedures in yep. place. I had no accounting rules in place for how to run a company. Right. And you know, by the time I got to my old account, then and I didn't even hardly know the guy. I talked to him once a year, and that was the problem. Why, like when I left and went to you, is because yeah. I had no relationship there. Yeah, and and it just they didn't they like. Hey, you're oh, doing, you're, we're gonna do your receipt. I go, yeah, shit was done two months ago, bro. Like, I talked to you once a year. There's no discussion. I have no idea what's going on or what I should bill at the end or what yeah. I should do better. Oh, we. Yeah, we don't, we don't like that. No. I mean, we like to try and have a relationship. Like, hey, what's going on? Feel comfortable to reach out throughout the year. We want that. You yeah. Know? Uh, I I don't feel like I can help somebody if I just hey talk to you once a year. Oh yeah, here's your books. Here's your return. Oh, there you go. On, go on your what's, way. What's something good about <laughs> your company? You guys send out email a lot of information. You had different online seminar type stuff. Yeah, you yeah. guys have had a lot of like uh, I don't know what they call those, but little Zoom deals or whatever. Yeah, or whatever webinars. Webinars. Yeah. That's the word. There Look at go. you. And so she had, she had listened. She had watched one uh, through you guys' walk here. Let's was, learning lives. Yeah. 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 No, because and that's the same fact is we just want to know because especially yeah. for us like if we have like hey it was like me so I'm you know I'm listening I don't know what I was I'm watching YouTube so if anyone wants to know the shit I watch from YouTube if I there's like a really good sitcom I'm literally watching YouTube videos on commercial real estate or taxes I know or I have, how to paint a house how to paint a custom door, door. <laughs> yeah. so I'm always I'm, I'm constantly trying to multitask and just learn shit because I want to know right. and it's all somebody's like the section 179 well, what the hell is that I started reading this whole thing about Amazon and how they and this I put this in the last podcast like you want to how they don't pay any taxes well there's two ways one they have certain tax write-offs that are 100% versus uh, d- depreciation so they know they're going to make XYZ amount of billions they're, they're just going to keep investing in and not pay it to the IRS they also own uh, their their property their intellectual property rights are owned in the Cayman Islands and so whatever <laughs> profit they, they you guys really want to know I've yeah. watched up Jeff Bezos like shuts my house down um, <laughs> if you want to buy Rexius for 10 billion dollars um, so anyways um, but so it, the Amazon intellectual will own in the Cayman Islands, which has no um, reciprocity, owns the intellectual properties of Amazon. They make $50 billion. It just so happens the bill for using the logo is $50 billion. And we allow it to happen. It's in its... Tax planning, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just it's, it's just going tax. back to getting your books, yeah. books in order. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just I it. call, I call, I go. Hey, Tim, let's take a look at the end of the year. Let's yeah. see where you're going to be at tax wise. See if there's anything we can do. Yeah. Or, 
or worst case scenario, if there's nothing you can do, here's what to expect in April. So you you have a yeah, you know, five six way. month window. I usually start sending them books early, just to be like, okay, how, how fucked <laughs> am I? You know, because nobody <laughs> ever wants to know. I never want to pay, and like we pay, and we pay a lot of taxes. We also have a lot of kids. My little write offs, um, <laughs> you know, and like what are we like? And the things like you okay, used to be able to call them exemption one, exemption two. Well, yeah. You have to remember their names. Now it's right. It's one through six. But you know, but we things like if you don't like, okay, I have ten thousand dollars. And I'm thinking about doing this, and your your CPA be like, okay, well, you're not going to be able to write that off. Like, you're still going to have taxable oh, income off that. Those are questions or you want to have. There's those limits, you know. Yeah. Hey, I don't have any basis. And, I was an S corp. And even if you're new, and I know a lot of you guys are new that listen to this, a lot of young people ask us questions. Having your books in line, having a CPA online is important because there are, gr- there are there are throughout the year, and there yes. are grant opportunities all the time. Whether there's a disaster going on right now or not, so we've had to do with our accountant, like all of our uh, franchises, be like, hey, get your books in order. There are grants coming. Whether it be PPP, EIDL, then the yeah. state of Nebraska did an opportunity one. The state of yeah. Iowa did, and I'm saying, oh, oh shit! I go get your shit up to date because those opportunities happen. It's a very short window. Nebraska's yeah. original one was only like six days, five right. days, right? Until then they extended web, it. I think yeah. they had some website, website crashed, issues. and that was and it. Then I, I don't think enough people got it. But it's like, no, hey, for, this for, is this because is how of the much? rules they made it so strict. For what you had it, oh, they had fourteen thousand Nebraska. After they closed it, they still had fourteen thousand more grant. Applications open that could they could get could, the money, but didn't qualify because but of didn't the, qualify the, for the rules, or yeah. they didn't have their books done. Right, they couldn't give them the information they needed. So this is like the money's on the line. I mean, especially if you're in women-owned businesses, fifty-one percent over the grant opportunities, loaning opportunities, any sort of ethnicity balances. Like you're available for shit, but you got to have your books in a row. And so the fact is, when those things come up, even an investor, and you'll know right. this. Oh yeah, when it comes to buying, if you want to sell a business you started, like you say, need hey, to have what, your shit. What your, what, give me, let me see your tax returns. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see your financials year to date. I mean, let's this see your is profit loss. Point. Let's see your balance sheet. Let's see what your taxes look like. And so, like, if you have an opportunity, let's say one of your things goes well, but your books look like shit. So we found this out. And I'm like, this. <laughs> we were a, we were looked at buying another gym in town. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. A, a Before COVID happened, <laughs> and we looked, and they finally gave me these books. And I'm like, and I've done this long enough. And they, yeah, four people couldn't get approved. I go, I looked at it for two seconds. We both had to go. That's because you're full of shit. <laughs> like you didn't make forty grand. You're about forty eight in the hole. You didn't make your full rent payment. And I go, why are you paying this much? Like how much are you paying yourself? We're just going right. line by line. That's just from experience. Yeah. If you don't know what you're looking for, that's when you take that form to your accountant mm-hmm. and a banker and say, okay. What do I not see here? Yeah. As badly as you may want to buy this business, and for a lot of people, you also want to make sure you're not getting screwed. Right. Because, I mean, the book, yeah, I mean, anybody can lie a few little lines here on a P&L, a profit and loss statement, and make it look like gold. All of a sudden, one negative, you just erase the negative mark, and all of a sudden, they're making 100 grand. Like, it's just one of those things that, you know, if you want to sell a business, you want to buy a business, you need to have a relationship set up at mm-hmm. a time. I say, even if you don't have a business now, but you want to something, go ahead and get an LLC set up. There's really no operating fees. You have a biennial report, which is like $13 every other year. <laughs> and Nebraska's bullshit recycling fee reuse tax, which is $25 every year that they don't use for recycling at all. Don't even get me started on that one. I call the state every year on that bullshit. So, but you have it, you're, you're in place. If you have to wait for your tax ID to show up and your articles of incorporation, just get set up for success. I yeah. mean, it's, even if you're just mowing yards on the side now, what if you get an opportunity to go do a commercial deal or what you need to have that crap set up? And I think it's just important important to be prepared. I mean, you'll be a fail to plan, plan to fail. It's, yep. it's really that simple. And, and that's what I say, like, you know, with working with a CPA, it's not just do your tax return. That's, no. You know, that, that the old stigma of, hey, yeah, it's a tax guy. No, they can help with the setup. I mean, the, the, most, of, most of what accountants do 
uh, if you're running working in a public accounting firm is is consulting. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's a big. That's the biggest part of the business is the consulting piece of it, and that's where you can provide value and really help somebody. Well, it's just it. Like I mean, just for straightforward. Like okay. Call Aaron. Yeah. We're gonna start a gym. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a warehouse. It's gonna be two different companies. Rexis will be on the lease, <clears throat> and Iron Heaven will have this part. This is how the ownership. There's two different separate ownerships. It's kind of weird. Okay, cool. We can make this work. We knew this that. Like, where's the money coming from? Okay, we're gonna empty a uh, your IRA or your 401k or yeah. whatever the hell it was. She put way more cash into this than I did. Um, <laughs> right, what kind of penalties are we gonna get? Remind from, you of that all the time. <clears throat> uh, weekly. Anyways, um, <laughs> do not. Okay, I'm just kidding. Bi-weekly. So, <laughs> but we okay. We okay. We're gonna take fifteen thousand out of your four hundred one k. Call Aaron. Like, what kind of penalties are we looking at that if we're investing it into this? Because doesn't automatically mean that you're going not gonna okay. Well, you can invest this. You're gonna have a write off, but you're gonna have to pay taxes on this. Mm-hmm. You need to know these things because also on April fifteenth, it's you're like, shit, I ain't oh. got it. And I played the catch up game with the IRS from two thousand four to two thousand ten. And trust me, it sucks. Every year, I'd finally pay off my taxes. New taxes, and And it was worse, and you never got caught up. And that's where things like should I pay in quarterly? That's a a CPA question. I said you don't know. Well, I got money back two years in a row. Okay, what were you doing though? Right, were you starting gyms? Were you doing things? (laughs) Or and 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 it's like this year, like none of us really know what's going to happen. And so people ask me, I'm like, that's you need to sit your books, send them to your accountant now, which we need to do, (laughs) and look at it and say, okay, here's Here's where where we're we're at. at. Yeah, here's where what's it. If, if the year ended now or we project out to this certain piece, what's going to happen to us? Yeah. Or and then it, well, now this year it's, well, maybe this, maybe this. Well, well that's just it. We're in July right now. So if we can say, let's project going into August, like where we're going to be, we have four more months. If we, if, if it stays at this path, you know, what can we do financially to lower our tax burden? Yep. What are things we should invest in if we do have some extra capital? What are things we should pull back on that's not going to help? Like, Or what the, should I be prepared for? Yeah. You know, I mean, if there's nothing, you know, hey, if we ended up like this, see, where are we at? Well, see, that, well, that's just it. And, that, and that's the thing that I've always said. Future Tim's going to have a plan for that. <laughs> current Tim doesn't know. Well, current Tim is yeah, totally screwed Future bit. Tim. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done that a lot. So um, biggest piece of advice you give to somebody to say, like, it's more in our boat that's been in business 10 years um maybe they're comfortable where they're at maybe, maybe they're looking to expand fine like for us like we've literally looked at now like, okay do we want to own our own land and own building? right like we're kind of at that stage now where i never thought we would be here and captain commercial real estate over here is obsessed <laughs> and i don't it's just not my realm like what would be suggestion for people i guess in our boat they're ready to maybe finally instead of renting start owning well again planning yeah. planning you, you, you lay out the scenario okay what if I'm going to do this. Let's put together a pro forma. What's it going to be? Not just next year. What's not? What's my money down now? What's my investment now? What am I going to use it for now? Let's look five years down the road. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do a five-year projection. Let's do a ten-year projection. Mm-hmm. What yeah. if? Let's look at it at a high level. Let's look at it at the worst-case scenario, and and know what you're getting into, so you know your risk, yeah. and then from there. You start you start meeting with all your experts in the area. You meet with your real estate agents. You meet yeah. you know, commercial real estate agent. You meet with your banker. Hey, what can I afford? Do I need a partner in this? Yeah. Am I meet with your accountant? What does this mean? You know, can I write any of this off? Can I? Uh, commercial real estate, you know, different depreciation rules than yeah. the gym. Well, that's what we found out. So, <laughs> you know, we, so, so we, we, had, we had the dance. We had the Dan's in here. Dan's been oh, yeah. older forever. Dan's so, it's, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Dan's I listened to some of them. I told them. I told them. I told them that. Uh, yeah, I made you famous. You're welcome. Um, so, but he uh, he he brought this big number, and I go, I go, shit, that's a lot of money. Like I I I ain't got it. You know, yeah. I'm just yep. thinking. So then I says to my dad about it. 
my dad's been commercial lending for 40 years. And I just said, well, I go, well, yeah, we talked about like buying this land and building our own location. And he goes, oh, yeah, own that individual. That's way better for you. Fuck, I never even thought it. I didn't know right. it, it is. <laughs> Shit. I go, I, that's different. Well, how does that work? We have partners and different businesses using the land. Like, I don't know. And, and the SBA Aaron has say, rules. Aaron, don't, Aaron says, don't put that in the corp. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> don't well, ever do that. Well, that one's just it. And the thing is, I'll have, because Rexius would use it. Iron Heaven would use it. We may lease it out to other commercial tenants. Like, all these things. It's, it's, it's one of those where I'm like, oh, shit. Of course, I get, like, massively gun-shy because... I see a big number. And I see a big number. I'm like, no, like, and I'm like, let's go. Let's and it's go. funny. Like this afternoon, we have another company that may want to partner in on this deal. So it's just a, a kind of meet and greet uh, conversation we're here at 1:30. But it's like one of those that. So, okay, that, that's why I started having conversations with the realtor a little bit with that. Well, they might give you some ideas along the way. Like, oh, I didn't think of that. Were, I, you guys are just talking and, back and forth. And maybe I've, you even, I've even said that, like, hey, like maybe I don't want to go this in right now right. because that would be us building a bigger facility without the membership there yet to support that size. It's just where our growth is heading. Mm-hmm. Right. That's another investment with hope for the future. Right. I've already done that so many fucking times where I'm like, <laughs> I'm kind of tired of doing it. So I got like somebody else wants to develop and we pay them rent for a bigger facility. It's in the same spot. Cool. That in- extra income generates us to buy our own building for the north location. Now, I already have income justifying the... Per- there, there's so many ways to look at it. And yeah. It's one of those that... Oh, oh, that's no. a plan. That's, that's a plan. not yeah. a plan. That, that's, that's, you've got it set out. You, you mm-hmm. run the numbers. It's, you know, like you said... I'm not. I've done this on hope. Well, my grandpa had a saying about hope, yeah. and, and well, we well, all know what we've all well, heard. Yeah. Well, so. and, and that's one of those things. Like when you start a business, I mean, when you start, we started the gym. We were literally at the point where like we're going to work hard. We hope we can get to 300 members or 400 members, and this will cover all of our bills. We'll make a little money. We'll be great. Okay, yeah. and that was it. And 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 it was a gamble. We got there. We opened a second gym. We're like, okay, we need at least another 200 members to just break even. It's going to take us six months, so we're going to go in the hole, but we'll get there. The tax write off helped because we're like, okay, that income coming back in is going to get us back for our personal financials, mm-hmm. and we'll be all right. Okay, we're there. So me building another bigger facility that's even more money is still in that hope factor. We're like, all right, well, okay. we're supporting five or six hundred members or a thousand members now. We need a spot big enough for two thousand. And then well, the cost for two thousand one isn't supported by the cost of five hundred members. So if I go in again, let's you have a worst case scenario. You're finding what if they location. don't come? What, what if they yeah, don't come? The, the, everything's involved. And it's, just, it's always mm-hmm. and so it's one of those you got to uh, like for us like we had to sit there and say, okay, where are we at? I told Nick, you know, I'm like. All right, listen, if the tax incentives are there, if there's some SBA stuff, and I make some serious magic happen, it's possible. <laughs> I said, but personally, I would feel more comfortable not going for the hope factor anymore. Right. <laughs> I'd rather pay somebody else more rent. Yes, they get to own the land in the building, which, yeah, we don't get to build that equity, but it's safer. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I can always move. I, I got other things I can do with the business. If the building goes down, like, oh, where does all that fall? These are conversations where people, like, I find these young people, I'm going to own my own gym, my own building. I'm like... One yeah. step at a time. Yeah. Like, have <laughs> you got an LLC yet? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just one of those things for even experienced business people to listen to this. Like, it's it's one of those that I realized real quick as I kind of had it figured in my mind. I looked at one thing on the SBA, figured it out. Yeah, we're going to do this. I realized I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know shit when it comes to how it should be structured, how I should purchase it, how if we do it, how we do the build, all this stuff. And that's why I'm like, you know, talk to your have a relationship with your CPA, your accountant. Yep. Have a relationship with your realtor. These are people you need to trust. Don't have a realtor you don't know, in my opinion. Oh. And if you need a recommendation, Dan, the Dans are awesome because I, I know them. I, that's one of those things. I mean, call Aaron if you need a guy. That's one of those things that you need to have somebody you trust. If you know somebody you know 
somebody because some realtors are just doing it for the commission. Yeah. Dan also knows I know where you live. Uh, if you screw him, whoop your ass. But uh, Dan's pretty big, actually. That's about my size. But that's the whole thing is that I I know that you guys have um, you know the, the best interest of the client in mind, which is why I think we get along well, so well. Yeah, it, it's not just a client; it, it's a partnership. You yeah. Know? If you grow and do better, that just ends up with more work for us to do, and, yeah. and we want to see people succeed. You know, it's like a partnership when working with clients. It's, so. it's yeah. pretty much the basic we build our business yeah. on. It's all bad on repetitive business. Yeah. I mean, it's relationships. Relationships only that matter, and that's where we assess like, why are you guys still standing and thriving after all this shit when all of their people in your business, your industry, closed? I'm like, because I don't base it on sales numbers today. I base it on what the ten year outlook is. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, this kid may buy from me at 22 years old. But in 10 years, he's going to be 32, have a spouse, might have a kid or two on the way. And now that went from one customer to four. And then all of a sudden, they're at their age where they have a little more money. And maybe they're buying the vitamins for their parents now. And all of a sudden, that one customer turned into eight. And that's how you look at it. It's an investment. It's a relationship about, you know, what's best for them. It's actually best for me long term. Where most people look at just today, how much can I get money today? What do I do today? No forethought for tomorrow or next year. And I think that that's, you know... um, Everything's relationship based. You, oh, you should oh, yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. It I should mean, be. If you don't trust, well, that's how you build the trust to work with people, right? Well, that's just yeah. it. Well, that's just it. For us, the whole reason we started this damn podcast. It's just because yeah. we, everybody hears me go my rant and raves on my, <laughs> my iPhone, you know, and they're like, you should like do it. I'm like, because it's just our way, like, you know, because all the shit we didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I did an escort. I'm not lie. I did an escort when I was 29. I didn't know what the fucking escort was. <laughs> a buddy of mine cool? told me, you should do yeah, an escort. Uh, I'm yeah. like, that sounds cool. It's a corporation, you know. Hey, I got an escort. And I go, I wanted it because it ink instead of LLC. I was like, <laughs> I looked up some, but I really didn't know. Yeah. I was lucky enough that one of my first business partners, uh, investors, she was really good at books. Um, really type A O C D. Holy shit. But she she goes, well, this is why it's good because you're putting in the time and you're doing the work. And she goes, and I have absolutely zero desire to cool. And so yeah. now, but it's just, it's just trial and error. I mean, like there's a lot of shit you can learn online. Simple fact is that, you know, a lot of people, like I've said this a hundred times, just cause it's on YouTube doesn't mean it's true. Yes. Right? You know, <laughs> we talked about this earlier, six months ago, if I would have told you UFOs actually existed, you would have called me batshit crazy and told me to wear a tinfoil hat. The Pentagon released three weeks ago that they actually have vehicles <laughs> made on, on this earth and this isn't on the front page and I don't know why. But that's the whole point. Everything you see on the internet doesn't mean it's, yeah. it's true. Just because you saw some dude doing a video on taxes and accounting on YouTube <laughs> versus if I go to their very nice office and talk to somebody who's got who's going to be, who lives in my community, who has to see me at church, or as this case, the Little League game, which is yeah. baseball all the time, <laughs> know. he knows he's held accountable. Yeah. This is why supporting local in your area and having that relationship with somebody you can go see face-to-face is so vitally freaking important because mm-hmm. literally... We see Aaron in baseball yeah. all the time. <laughs> I know he's not going to screw me over. There's that There's that accountability. We do in our stores because I see these people in the grocery store the time. or at church or wherever, uh, you know, out or of the park. You see me in your store when you exactly. to be working. Exactly. Hey, I work. I work. <laughs> I, I just, you know, it's, yeah, I'm shut up, smart ass. <laughs> Lutz has, I mean, they've always been known for that. I, yeah. My dad or my stepdad owned the company and... That's how I even got started into bookkeeping was because Sandy Lane used to yeah. work at Lutz. I don't know if she's still there, but she did his. She was his CPA, and she yep. was also doing his monthly bookkeeping. And he was like, okay, well, I really don't want to continue to pay you to do my monthly bookkeeping. So she was like, I'll teach your daughter. Right. I was like 15, <laughs> and that put me into that role. So, I mean, I've been doing books for a long time. And that's a situation where, hey – 
yeah, we're not maybe not uh, getting that revenue for now, but we're helping you guys yeah. grow and keep some of that money, and so you can grow yourselves and you know keep that relationship. Oh, it's yeah. trust. And it, trust. You know what you don't know. It just is, and that's something we do to do these franchises. They're like, well, I go, hey, listen, this is who, this is who, this is my guys. Dan does this, Aaron does that. I said, I trust them 100. percent If you don't have a guy, if you don't have a relationship, they're local. Go with these guys because I know they're not going to fucking screw you. Yeah. Right. And it's just how honest I am with my yeah. guys, and they all love it because a lot of these guys come. They have a passion for my industry. They have a passion for what we represent as a family, but have can't balance their own damn checkbook. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, listen, business is a little different. There's more at stake. Mm-hmm. There's more consequences. Like there, there's just more shit. Like you have employees and they have taxes and you, you don't want to piss People off that. Rely on you. You don't want to yeah. piss off the Department of Revenue. They were not <laughs> hugged as children. I'm no. telling you right now, they <laughs> were not hugged as kids. It's about a, uh, DMV people. That I understand why they eventually lose their sense of humor. I hate that job too. <laughs> but I mean, I, it takes a special somebody working in the Department of Revenue. The thing is, you don't want to piss those people off because they're not going away. Not mm-hmm. on business stuff. No, not yeah. at all. It's not like your personal, like, oh, you skipped out on a credit card when you were 19, kind of shit. Like they don't let this go. And so it's one of those. They it's have just, your identification numbers. They do. <laughs> they they do. know every. They know where you are. So <laughs> it's just one of those. But we told them all at the same time. Glad you have the passion for the industry. Don't let the business aspect and the accounting aspect, which is usually what happens, right. is these newer guys they get so overwhelmed and scared by and they the just books. Stick with what they know and just do that and then. I have like, no idea what's happening. It's like my sign yeah. there says, make your passion your paycheck. Right. And the thing is that stops everyone from doing that, I would say 90% of the time, is the fear of the accounting. Mm-hmm. It's the fear of, what the hell's an LLC? Oh, shit, that's a government thing. Oh, fuck, there's government. What's a 941 Ed yeah. form? And they think I put all this crap. tax to and where and, and when, when and how, how often. often. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm horrible at even making my rent payment. This at is least what people guys. ask that. I mean, They do. Right. And, and, we're, and we're like, and we ask, we're like, listen, we got you. Like, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. We suggest you learn so you know what's going on. But we have people in place. Janet um, at... Uh, Enterprise? No. Um, is it Janet? Heartland? Gene. Um, Joan, oh gosh, Joan. 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 Sorry, yeah, sorry, Joan. You're famous now. <laughs> Joan at, at Heartland Payroll because she's a straight shooter. No yep. bullshit. She jumps to things. And she's not even like, she only sets up the accounts. And it's been five years. I'll pop her an email. Somebody's getting shit done. Yeah. And she does it. And they take care of all that stuff. Like, I just like, oh, can I do it? Yes. I just choose that that's a service I'd rather pay for. So they take the liability. But, you know, it's like, could we do our own taxes? Oh. Probably. Do we? Hell no. No, he's going to save us and find us way more money. Way more. Because this is what you do. I, you, you hire an expert in their field and let them do their thing. Like, I always said that it was weird. Like, if you're going to hire a plumber to fix your plumbing in your house, you don't stand over his shoulder and tell me you're doing shit wrong. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, otherwise, why'd you hire him? That's the whole point. That's why yeah. contractors love working at my house. I'm like, oh, no, you do. If I want to do it, I I'd fucking do it. I don't want to, you know, and that's just it. It, it, uh, I think that's, well, thank you so much for coming on, man. I yeah. appreciate it. No, it's, thanks for having me. Yeah, let everybody know how to get a hold of you. And yeah. Uh, Lutz.us is our website. My email is a Hoffman at Lutz.us, Aaron Hoffman. Um, if you need anything in the, in the tax, tax world, accounting world, we, we have, we have so many different lines. Uh, check out our website. Uh, give me a call 402-496-8800 or again, you know, or call Tim. Tim has got me. <laughs> one eight Aaron. One eight hundred Aaron. So, I mean, I appreciate it. I love the fact we be able to bring in all these people that we do business with that we trust right. because mm-hmm. that's what we keep getting asked. Well, who do I go to? I'm like, I can't tell you. To, I can tell you who I go to. Right. Yep. Like you know, and I'm not, they're like, you get a kickback for this? No, <laughs> no. Like I have the same. I have to have the same no, T-shirt. He's not. 
I've had the same. <laughs> he made that very clear there. I've had the same T-shirt guy for ten fucking years, <laughs> literally. And then people ask me like, "Why do you buy?" I got camp. I got. A, I got a relationship there. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not. Yeah. Like I'm. It's just. It's, I think this is the thing about Loyalty. the Midwest. Why we do this entrepreneurship thing in this podcast in the Midwest is to prove a that people from here do big things, and then two that we just have a different uh, code of contact. I think here in business specifically in relationships that people here are very loyal. Yeah. Well, it's just. Us, it just is, and we're very welcoming, but we're very loyal to who we got. And like I've got a great team between you know you guys and my realtors and our bankers. Like we're talking about, I, I switched over to a local bank here through the PPP. I've been meaning to do it for years. Sorry, Patrick Hughes at Access Bank. You're famous again. <laughs> but I just want to say it's uncomfortable to pain in the ass. But like they went to bat for us. I knew that when this shit happened, that I had I had you. I had it. Patrick had access. I had our realtors. I'm good. I was calm because I knew I had people that were going to give me the best advice possible. I didn't have to go around because I knew we had the, the pros. And, and that's what's huge. So I guess lesson of the day is get get a CPA and accountant on your active, you know, Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Stay ahead of the thing. Build your team. Get a relationship. Build your team. So thanks, guys. Everyone have a great day. All right. See ya. The story is you are you and I am me. Just be. I'm a gentleman, now I'm settled in. Even when they said don't let them in, I said, guess again. What's the way I walk into a room and everybody stare? Godfather like presents, everybody know I'm here. Stepping right into my office, pouring bourbon on the rocks. Toast to the homies that can never see the light, and the haters that forever see my ghost. What a night. Uh.